Like Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, since I got to the end of Virgin River on Netflix, I've been looking for something to fill the gap. The great news is Sex and the City is back. Do you remember the theme tune? And sure, there have been so many great scenes in it. Mm, I cannot believe you made all this. What did I do to deserve you? I feel the same way. I've been thinking about blessings, and you were such a blessing to me. What are you... Why is the TV on? It's on mute. Mute? Mute? We're having Shabbos dinner. It's a big game, honey. Turn it off. I want you to turn it off right this minute. But it's... Off now. Let me just watch this one pitch. I gave up Christ for you, and you can't give up the Mets? It's going to be a long life if you keep that up. I gave up Christ for you. Take out the trash. I gave up Christ for you. Pick up your socks. Do you have any idea how hard I worked to prepare this meal for you? I went to Zabar's every day this week. I had to make 30 matzo balls just to get four that were the right size and shape. Not to mention the months of studying and cramming like a maniac to convert to Judaism. And what have you done for me? Set the date. Set the date. What are you talking about? You said you couldn't marry me unless I was Jewish and now I'm Jewish. Set the date. You're acting crazy. Do you hear yourself? Do you know how lucky you are to have me? Do you know how we look? Do you know what people out there think when they see us together, do you? Yeah, I know what people are thinking. I just didn't think you were one of them. Right, so there's Harry and Charlotte, a scene from the original Sex and the City. Um, And Kim Cattrall is not going to take part, apparently, in the new one. Um, But Anne-Marie has been chatting to Limerick councillor Elisa O'Donovan, who really loved it. Always a big fan of Sex in the City. Uh, it was released. Gosh, it's it's hard to believe, but I, it was about twenty three years ago now. So I was sixteen when it was first released. I had just moved back from London to live in Rathkeel, and I think the glamour of New York City couldn't have been further from from my life. Um, but um, you know, I think the late nineties when it was released, you know, it was a time of Spice Girls. It was a time of girl power. Um, and I think that theme was really um, continued by Sex in the City because, for me, Sex in the City was always about female friendship and the power of female friendship. And um, at the time when that sort of came out, it was something that was quite revolutionary. And, um, you know, I grew up, you know, listening to, like, the fact that, oh, you know, women, 
women don't get on with each other or like even now like as a politician I often hear oh women don't vote for other women and like there's no basis to that whatsoever so like what was great about Sex in the City was it was showed four female friends yes they had their ups and their downs but like they had a great camaraderie and you know that was just brilliant to see like on the small screen what I really loved about Sex in the City at the time was you know it did it covered a lot of sort of taboo subjects and um, that probably weren't really spoken about much at the time. And like, along with that as well, like a focus of a lot of the episodes really were on sort of female pleasure and um, whether that was female pleasure in sex um, or female pleasure in shoes and fashion. I loved the fashion aspects of the show. I loved seeing what Carrie was wearing um, and trying to pull it off myself, but never succeeding. Um, you know, and I think that was a really powerful thing to, 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 to see what, you know, what, you know, what women found pleasurable. Like, that was a real landmark thing. Um, but I couldn't pinpoint one episode. I always loved them all. And of course, this was back at a time you were a teenager. There was no social media. So was it a case of you having a date with the TV at certain times every week? And this is where, you know, you got to relax and, and enjoy some of the storylines. Yeah, well, I when it came out, I was only 16, so I was not allowed to watch it. Um, but when I went off to college then, um, me and my roommate used to watch it. And it was great. It was a bit of an escapism as well, like, you know. Um, and what was great was they, they were talking about subjects that I'd never heard of, you know. Um, so it was great to, to, to see those things kind of on, on screen um, and was know, that the have... attraction? Was that the attraction? Because a lot of people say, and I remember at the time people condemning it and saying, oh, you know, you're going to influence women and this is how they're going to think, you know, normally you behave. You know, was that the attraction that it was a lot of things that you wouldn't have had normal conversations about? I think so, for sure. I think it was really healthy um, because, you know, it wasn't something that, like, I would be openly talking about with my friends, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the issues that came up particularly in relation to kind of sex and relationships. Um, and like, so what was great about the show was you kind of sit down around the TV and it would sort of kind of help kind of encourage those sort of conversations among kind of your friends and things like that. Um, so it was real liberating and it was real empowering. And I'm really excited about it coming back. It's, it's such a great piece of news to hear um, and something to look forward to um, in the middle of, of all of this. Right, that's Councillor Lisa O'Donovan chatting there to Anne-Marie, obviously a big fan of Sex and the City, and we'll talk to Anne-Marie about it as well in a couple of minutes' time. Uh, but uh, right now, Megan Scully is uh, with us, uh, author, of course, and broadcaster and producer and lots of other things. Hi, Megan, how are you? I'm great, and Joe, how are you keeping? Good. So, this revival, tell me about it. Yeah, so it's going to be coming out on HBO, and um, I think it just, you know... Social media absolutely went crazy when he saw it. And it's going to be called And Just Like That. And it will star Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis. And of course, Kim Cattrall, a.k.a. Samantha, will not be making a return. And they don't have any plans to put someone else in her place. So And that's because be... she and Sarah Jessica hate each other. Yes, so they have always been at loggerheads. But apparently, I guess, without social media back in the day, nobody really knew. And, and you know, I suppose we just watched the show and it seems they're all four best friends. But it turns out in real life, they absolutely were not. And I think it really came to your head there a couple of years ago when Kim Cattrall had a family funeral. And 
there, Jessica Parker sent her flowers, you know, sending her all her best and, you know, condolences. And Kim kind of called her out on social media and said, like, you don't even, like, mean that, so, like, stop. And then everyone, I think the whole world was like, oh, wow, this is the first time we've actually seen this come out on social media. And it's like, okay, this is, is actually something that's maybe been going on for a long time. And then, of course, we get the announcement about the revival and no, um, no Samantha no Kim Cattrall. So again, that really just shows and proves that, yes, there is probably a massive feud and they can't even resolve it. Now, I did hear that in the previous um, films that were produced for Sex and the City that they had to work to get both the girls on set, that they really, like Kim Cattrall didn't want to be there at all. But, you know, they convinced her to come on and, and be in the movie. So she did. But I guess that, that was the final straw for her. She just did not want to be in this next series, which I think is such a shame because I actually think that she was my favourite character and a lot of people I've spoken to agree that she was just she was great and she just said everything and you know I think what Lisa said there like she was it's all about liberating and you know the, the topics that they just they discussed are stuff we probably never would have heard before and I think it was very educational as well to some people so I think it's going to be um, they're going to have a tough time without her I think Yeah well it's certainly about Manolo Blanix and that kind of stuff <laughs> Yeah exactly and all the rest Oh yeah your bathroom. You always do that. You never want to let me in. I don't always do anything. And I have let you in. You're fighting with me about a stupid outfit. Oh, shut up. It's Roberto Cavalli. I threw it away and I love it. What more do you want? Shut up. Shut up. Yes. Shut up. Carrie and Aiden uh, fighting there on Sex and the City and certainly as someone that couldn't be helped even by Rogue Gain, I think that sort of thing should be off limits in <laughs> <all> television. <laughs> no, Emery, I think you, you didn't see it first time around but you caught the box set but maybe about 10 years later. Yeah, because first time around and I remember all the publicity around it but the first time around in fairness, I hadn't sat down and watched it from the start and I was sharing in a house and I was getting bits and pieces of it here and there and everywhere and the housemates thought it was hilarious and I just thought it was shallow. I thought there were airheads. I thought it was stupid conversations and, you know, I just didn't get it at the time and I remember doing something on radio about it at the time as well and being one of these people that condemned the thing because it was just so stupid. But 10 years later, in 2008, I was at home suddenly out of work sick on maternity leave. I had lots of free time and someone bought me the box set and said there get into it and you'll watch it and you'll enjoy it so I said oh grand I'll start and you know what I understood why I didn't get it first time round you had to start at the beginning and you had to get into the characters 
And everything was a build on those characters and you got to know what made them tick. And to be honest, at that point then, 10 years later, I'm obviously a little bit behind on these things, uh, 10 years later, I found myself laughing through the whole six series of it. So yeah, it was a totally different experience for me that much, uh, that many years later. Hi, Mom. Man, that was a long day. You're three hours late. Bummer, I know. Did you eat? Yes, I ate. I ate the sushi that I handmade for you. The sushi that I laid all over my naked body as a Valentine's surprise for you. Why are you so upset? I called. I couldn't pick up the phone. My body was covered everywhere with sushi. I got wasabi in places where one should never get wasabi. Oh, you think it's funny that I slaved all day in this kitchen to make a lovely meal for you? You made some sushi. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. Here. I am not the type of woman who sits home all day waiting for a man. Enjoy your California handmade roll. Samantha there, who, of course, uh, won't feature in uh, that's this... That's one of my um, favourite scenes, to be honest. ...this revival. Uh, and, Megan, uh, they haven't started filming yet, is that right? It, it's due to happen uh, in the next couple of months. Yeah, they're going to be um, filming in New York at the, in springtime, and there's going to be ten half-hour episodes. So I think it'll be very exciting to see them all back in New York City, where it all began. And, and I think, you know, so many people have gone over to Big Apple and gone to see, gone on the Sex and City tour and some, or gone to Carrie's apartment it's all there and I have to say she had a great lifestyle for a journalist um, writing column and paper she lived in the best <laughs> part of New York she, she wore the most expensive heels and I think as a and as, as I was growing up, I wanted to work in media and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, is this what it's like being a journalist? Uh, no, like, oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. was great. it is going to be great though. It's going to be really exciting. I think the wardrobe as well is something we're all going to be watching out for. And, and there's Irish connections in the sense that Sarah Jessica Parker and her husband, they still have a place in Donegal, I think, don't they? They as do, far, yeah. They have a cottage up there and they um, they visit quite a lot. And I think there was there's rumours that they possibly were here for one of the lockdowns and they do come over quite a bit. And apparently I've heard from neighbours that they actually very much so stick themselves and, you know, they're in the house and it's, it's a very quaint little cottage. And yeah, they love it in Ireland. And I, I could see them possibly retiring back here eventually because they actually have such such strong connections to Donegal. Mm. And something in the back of my head tells me that Cynthia Nixon was quite politically active in recent years um, as well. And I presume what they're trying to do now is what happened to the characters other than, obviously, Samantha. Yeah, so it's, well, it's going to go back into their relationships and love and they're in their 50s now and, I, you know, there's a few children as well so I guess they'll be grown up and, and I'm sure now knowing Sex and City there's going to be a few breakups and makeups throughout it so I guess we're going to see a lot of... And I'm sure there'll be separations and divorce and whatnot so I'm, I'm guessing it'll, it'll be good and it'll have a lot of you know good strong storylines and um, without Samantha now I don't know will the, the sexual storylines be as strong as they were but who knows maybe Charlotte will surprise us all when it comes out so I guess uh, we're just going to have to wait and see and I think anticipation is certainly there for a lot of people um, as I said without Samantha one a very like incredible character so it's, it's interesting to see how they'll you know, make it work. Will it live her. up to it? You know, everybody will exactly. have a particular idea in their head and it was so successful. And without Samantha, who's one of the main characters, I would be really interested to see how this is going to work out. All right. And I, yeah, I think so too. And I think, I think they could have given her her own spin-off show, you know, because I think she actually was one of the, for me, strongest, the best characters. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, well, well, we look forward to that um, uh, filming in the spring in New York, uh, the follow-up series to Sex and the City. Thank you very much, Megan Scully. Thank you, Anne-Marie, as well. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.